0: That's right. You want to talk about Pelosi and Cordy Cordeleon? is that a Filipino dude? Cordy <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I think I met mean- a guy named Cordy De Leon.
1: <laughs>
0: Michael Cordy De Leon. Michael Cordy Leon. Michael Cordy Leon says hello. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, this is part two of that episode that we had, drinking whiskey and smoking cigars, and we're talking Pelosi and Cordelia in this one, and abortion, and just an FYI, this all took place prior to the Roe v. Wade stuff, so we don't talk about that at all in this, so if that's something you're looking for, let us know. Uh, And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you have not done so already. That really helps out our numbers. And if you're not following us on Instagram, please do so. We are on Instagram at Among Wolves Pod. Just find us on there, and you can engage with all kinds of content and let us know what you thought about the episodes and all that kind of stuff. All right? God bless, guys. Thanks for enjoying the show. That's our Archbishop. Yes, because we are (laughs) that Archbishop. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only reason why I care so much is because it's our our Archbishop. So, so the diocese of las vegas falls under the archdiocese of san francisco what is so, the
0: uh eparchy or the, oh, what is it? yeah
2: whatever it's called the ecclesiastical, ecclesiastical province. province that's the one there you go uh, so that is our archdiocese is san francisco
0: northern california uh, all of nevada all of utah and hawaii yep not la nope that's
2: our buddy <laughs> agb or yeah. abg yeah yeah, Archbishop Gomez, whom we love, we love. We we also like uh, Leone, but man, he is wild. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys you guys know much about Leone? No, that's what I read in that article. Yeah. That so he, he is for, uh, he's a really
0: neat. What well, we had reading to do before this? Neil's not going to do the reading. So <laughs> just to let you know, I guys, did
3: read the headline.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of times like David's, like here's this 40 page thing that I was reading. Let's talk about this on the podcast. And I'm like, 40 pages. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's like, all right, so we're going to talk about those letters that uh, the Pope put out. Did you read everything? Oh, yeah, con- yeah.
2: Congregation for the Divine. And I'm
0: the- like, yeah, yeah, of course I did. But why don't you explain it because
2: the audience <laughs> doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, but, but Cordiali is great because he um, – the reason why I say he's wild is he is unafraid of the media in any aspect. After right? that media, that's right. Liberal and, and spin do, machine. He'll do some of Sorry, the most Jason. like, like some of the cool stuff that that he does. Like I remember, <laughs> um, one of the churches. I can't remember which church it was in San Francisco. Got vandalized, right? And he goes out there. He's like, "Well, I'm going to go there and I'm going to do an exorcism." A, how many bishops in? I mean, the bishop is the primary exorcist of every diocese. But how many bishops in any diocese of the United States is doing an exorcism? He went out there and did an exorcism. He's are Filipino. Fra- yeah, right. Exactly. In, in San Francisco, <laughs> <laughs> where where people are like, like, I feel like because San Francisco is so secular that he's got to be like over the top sometimes and and just be out there and in your face with with some of the stuff, which is which is why he's fun. But man, he gets in the news a lot, and so now recently he's in the news because of this uh, um, thing with Pelosi. Did you do you know what he what what the thing is? He like denied her communion, right? Or more than that, because Pelosi he, is excommunicator is proposing uh, not exactly. And this is where I was asking for for legal consult, and and uh, Jason is a lawyer. Whoa, whoa, whoa! If, if anybody needs one,
3: <laughs> although none, nothing that I will say constitutes legal advice of any sort.
2: This is for entertainment purposes only.
3: That is correct. Yes,
2: this,
0: that's, a, that's I, our disclaimer. As I told you before, we need a disclaimer that none of our opinions reflect any of the jobs that we have. Right, right. It's all. Not all that I'm getting fired from my job. Entertainment.
3: I could see because of me. now they have a warning.
2: It's all entertainment you purposes can. only. <laughs> so that's what that's what we're offering is entertainment, just for talk. Exactly, and so, um, but. Well, because she technically – she she lives – she is part of his um, domicile. She lives – She lives in San Francisco. Correct.
0: And the whole city and state – or city and county of San Francisco are within
2: the San Francisco Archdiocese. Right, which makes or him dio- yeah, diocese her bishop, right? Yes. And so what he did is he didn't do an excommunication, but it sure as heck sounded like one. And I actually um, – I have so many questions Legally. That 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 go along with this because this is the canon law thing and I know a little canon law but I'm not by any means like
0: I knew a lot of canon justices <laughs> I from the means. tribunal back in the back in the nineties nineties but, uh, but, but is that my thing now yeah, it sure It's like remember 1998 <laughs> when Neil <laughs>
2: knew every priest of the diocese and he was kind of important Yeah, but. Uh, the, uh, but what he did was – I'm not even sure if it's an interdict or if it's – it's definitely not an excommunication. I owe you a lot of But everything. it's – what he essentially said was that uh, because of um, her <coughs> – like he's, he's been trying to communicate with her and, and work through this whole <laughs> – He abortion. wants to
0: communicate with her before he excommunicates her. <laughs>
2: But about all does this exorcism on her, <laughs> I mean, we never know. Yeah, but, before he does all, but uh, about all this abortion stuff that she's promoting, um, and trying to pass these these uh, laws to um, have uh, abortion solidified in the United States under under the Constitution, um, and he and she's basically cut off communication with him, and so he says. That he has no choice but to refrain from her communion because she now falls outside of communion of the church because she is in an active way um, promoting abo- abortion, right? In a very public and active way promoting abortion, and it's continuous. And it's continuous, and that was that was his whole piece. And he and she's cut off communication, so there's no more dialogue that's happening between the two of them. And I'm not sure exactly how this falls in the law, if there's an actual f- official term for what's going on here in the law, or if it is an interdict without an actual interdict, or if it is an excommunication, but it's definitely not an excommunication. Um, so did you read, this all falls under there's, canon 915. Because he's trying to communicate
1: there. with her, but she's cut him off.
3: She's cut him off, right. Yeah. I did read it. Let me let me pull it up here again. <laughs> uh, the
1: The one argument that's, uh, the the uh, what was his name that was the conversation the article was mostly on the guy who was talking which guy which guy are we talking about the right other... at the top of the the article did you guys really Henry the or what is he what's his name Cordileal or no which
2: no. are you talking about the other bar- archbishop the um, McElroy McElroy yeah who's McElroy so <laughs> so Bishop McElroy is um I, where's the bishop I can't so, remember
1: he's the one in the article. That David sent out. For so you I sent a for second you to article, and you didn't his, read. Yeah. Did you
0: actually send that article? I did. And so oh, his,
2: I mean, yeah, I got it. So his article kind of takes, um, it takes the conversation. Who's that McElroy? McElroy is uh, Archbishop. Where's where's he at? I can't remember where he is. He is Bishop of San Diego. So that's he's, not an Archbishop. No, he's just regular Bishop. That's under AGB. There you go. A-B-G. So he is the Bishop of San Diego, and. Um, his and his article came out whenever there was uh there's there was a whole conference of bishops that was getting together and and one of the things that there was was to be discussed in this this it was all about the 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 um it was just like a synod on the eucharist essentially right yeah they were getting together right right Before. and and this and part of what was going to be discussed on the table was um denying communion to people who are to politicians particularly who are pro, pro-choice a lot of people having Biden in mind at that
1: particular time which so this, is the proposal that Cordleone has no Cordleone he
2: doesn't he, he's not proposing or like it's not a, him a,
1: but the people there's a there's a group of people who are doing that because of what Cordleone and Pelosi are are in in are and, in Kind of in in the mess of in the mess of yeah. So
2: yeah, so there's there, a group of people. There. there is a group of bishops who who thought about creating some kind of um, document or some kind of standard, uh, which I think would have been which would probably would have been a, a bad idea. And and Melchioroy I think is right on that particular point as mm-hmm. to have a standard mm-hmm. of, of like anybody who fits this description shouldn't receive communion because that's 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 not the way communion works. But um, and that's his whole argument in there. But uh, but his whole point in there is is this idea of it looking too partisan and causing more division than 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 whatever in the in the Catholic because Church. it's pinpointing just the politicians, right, right, right. That's his that's his problem. So let's go, so go, so go ahead. Well, you got Canon nineteen, I do. Or, uh, <coughs> 913? 915.
3: nine fifteen. Yes,
2: nine fifteen. Please read this. Uh, canon law. Counsel.
3: Yes, Canon law nine fifteen states that those who have been excommunicated or interdicted after the imposition or declaration of the penalty and others obstinately persevering in manifest grave sin are not to be admitted to Holy Communion.
2: Right. So is, she fall- is this an interdict or is-, is she falling in others, whatever that means? Because nowhere in this document, in the le- do you read the letter that he put out? Because nowhere in the letter did he say anything about interdicts or excommunication, and when a couple of years ago there was a bishop, I, I don't know Texas or something like that, he did the same thing for a um, uh, a senator or somebody who who was really active in that diocese or whatever. Uh, But his was a, if I'm not mistaken, it was a formal interdict.
3: But this is not, so what do you see? So the way that I would read this is that there are two sets of individuals who are not to be admitted to Holy Communion. The first set are those who have been excommunicated or interdicted after the imposition or declaration of a penalty. And the second set of people are those who are obstinately persevering in manifest grave sin.
2: So that's what he's pulling on. Yes, he, he, she is these others. Go that ahead. That she's
0: fighting. That she's she's promoting this thing mm-hmm.
2: that puts her in
0: the in the grave sin, even though she's not committing that sin, but she's making. She's it.
2: formally cooperating with evil,
3: according yes. to um, moral theology. Yeah, pushing. She's yeah. obstinately persevering,
2: right? So obstinately persevering means that regardless of conversations that they've had, and and in the letter he talks about that she's not talking to him anymore. Um, and so the reason why it has to be public is obviously he has to let the other bishops, uh, the other priests know, uh, and and all that stuff. And, <coughs> and since she does travel in dioceses, that um, you know, that they ought not to give her communion. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, I think. You, not, go oh, ahead. Oh, oh no, no. no, oh, no, oh, no I was
3: going to even... say the challenge. So the challenge that I have with this is that. <coughs> we're talking about degrees of perseverance here because she has never hidden her pro-choice stance at any point before this but i feel like as a result of how the political stance of the nation now the where we just where we are as a country that it does feel political in right. that in that in this context because Nothing about what she is carrying out has changed. Nothing. So, why wasn't this an issue 78 years ago when she was first elected, or however many years ago it was?
0: <laughs> and it's every two years they put her back.
3: So, I picked an even number. I mean, you know, there you yeah, go. I know. <laughs> go ahead. It,
0: I don't know. There's part of me that's like. <sighs> I don't want to sound like a bad Catholic here,
2: but I understand. I don't, I don't think there is a bad Catholic in position
3: in
0: this. Well, and especially with me, because <laughs> I am the world's worst youth minister. We're all suck. practicing Catholics because we suck at it.
3: <laughs> Good answer. We're all the same food. reason that they say it practice of law, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I'm <laughs> not that great at it. I am licensed, however.
1: Yay!
0: Uh, you have to keep practicing. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> but no, but my point is, because I know with this whole thing, because like... As a Catholic and everything, I know what the church teaches. And I know that the church teaches stuff that's so far out of our reach that we can't always achieve it. And that's kind of the point. And I know that's hard to say, everybody, you have to listen to these rules, you know? But I understand the thing that it kind of irks me is like when we try to put the limitations on abortion where it's after x amount of weeks and stuff like that and where we have to make kind of compromises and stuff and i know as you know good catholics and stuff we're not supposed to make any compromises and we're you know
2: compromise uh, catholic perspective a compromise in that scenario would be a movement towards virtue so it's nothing wrong with something like that I mean, obviously, ultimately, we would want an end, but a compromise is never seen in the Catholic, um, in the Catholic <clears throat> sphere, except for maybe some crazy, crazy French <laughs> groups or whatever, as a um, as a bad thing because it's it's um, a gra- uh, what, what's the gradualation, gradualization? I think is the actual, like it's a movement towards virtue. It's not virtue yet, mm-hmm. but it's a movement in the right direction. Practicing. You know what I'm saying? So that's that would be okay for, from a Catholic perspective, right? Continue. And
0: I know right now in like today's climate, I think most of the country there's like a 24 week thing is kind of what the standard, right? Is, and I know a lot of states and stuff are talking about because if we do overturn Roe, it goes to the states, right? And I know some states are going to want to do something like 13 weeks. And I know a lot of people or a lot of Americans are, you know, when you poll most Americans, they're pro-choice, but they're also anti-abortion. So it's kind of funny on how it works out that way. But it's also like one of those things where they're like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it quick. But then I feel like a lot of the um, Democratic states, Democrats, blue states or cities they want to go hard the other way, where someone like a Pelosi is like, oh, you can have a, a an abortion all the way to your fourth trimester. Right. It doesn't matter if they're a three-month-old baby. Just get rid of them. <laughs> you know, it's almost to that point. <laughs> And I know I say that kind of in jest, but it feels like that that's what they're saying. No, that's what's like do it, at, it. At, at
2: 41 weeks. It's OK. And that is something that's unique about abortion yeah. laws in the United States is like whenever you talk in other countries about <laughs> abortion, like where it's legal in in um, the UK and stuff like that. It's not up to nine months like it is. No, here. no, no. Like, and <laughs> in most, you know, what's funny in
0: most of progressive Europe, Right. They have stricter abortion laws than we do. Right. So if you're like sitting there saying, oh, we should look at the European model, which a lot of Democrats and leftist people look at for a lot of stuff. They'd be shocked to see that most countries, you know, your Switzerland's and Germany's and Sweden's and stuff. They're throwing you at thirteen weeks or something like that, which I don't see as a big problem to switch it to that, because even the twenty-four I think is a little too far, right?
2: absolutely, because like Joel was almost born at that at that rate, he would survive. Yeah, it is
3: viable. Yeah, he was. Yeah,
0: and there's a lot of these preemies and stuff because they were even talking about these babies that are born so premature and they're all twenty-year-olds now and stuff, and. And even even when you use the viability thing, if I have a two-month-old baby, that baby is not viable.
2: Correct. Not without you, anyway.
0: I know, because if I left Henry on the, the table, he's going to die if I don't feed him. He's not viable. He's not going to go get his own food. Now he does. Sneaks those damn Oreos because it's on the bottom shelf. I don't know why Lisa puts them there, but he eats them. Or he can't open the bag. But he comes up to me and goes, please, please. And he yeah. was a sucker. Yeah, because he's starting to kind of talk, so I'm like really impressed. No, but I mean, and that's the thing. And 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 I know that what I hate to, oh my goodness, here's the thing that I know. You know that almost all abortions are out of convenience. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. like 98%. It's something ridiculous like that, yeah. It's something stupid like that. But the thing is, the pro-abortion argument is always like, but we need it for incest and rape, which is really the same thing, because if you're getting incest... How is
2: incest and rape the same thing? You want
0: to know why? Because <laughs> most of the time that it's incest, it's not...
1: Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: Yes, because it's not like, it's oh... Not
1: consensual.
0: Yeah, my creepy uncle, right. I didn't really want to have sex with him, so it's really rape. Right. So it's almost all rape. But the fact is, that is such a low percentage. I thought you
2: were, say- I thought you were saying that it was almost like incest is is rape in every scenario and like
0: not yeah, yeah it, there you go yeah, it, yeah no but come on think but about you're it saying like they're, it's all they're using essentially that rape. As
1: their argument
0: the, that is their argument right. but i'm gotcha. also pointing out that it's all almost, almost all incest is probably rape i mean there may i follow i follow there may be some cousin thing and if she's a hot second cousin you know wow. not that i thought of this but <laughs> no but for real so you they use the incest and rape thing and then what I find out what I my argument to that is always like if you're gonna put your panties in a in a bunch about some kind of thirteen week thing, I mean thirteen weeks is like two months. You yeah. know? No, but, it's more. What but am I doing? It's almost it's like two and a half months.
3: But I wonder but, if people are arguing more about the binary nature of it rather than even, you know, viability or Lines in the sand between 13 weeks and 24 weeks and all of this. I wonder if it's... I, I feel like it's less about about that and either you can't... Um, almost like it is with, with gun laws. Don't constrict at all or constrict completely. Right.
2: It's,
0: it's a, It doesn't it's a need to be... Like, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's binary. We yeah. have to find some kind of compromise with that kind of stuff, though. Right. I mean, in a logistic world. Because, I mean, I wish... There'd be no abortions at all, and even the, the, the church realizes that there are times when it's like when the health of the Life mother or death. yeah, when the health of the mother, you're, if the lady's going to die, but well, we have to abort the baby to save the mother, and that's true. The church is okay with this stuff. This whole thing when the, um, the egg implants on the fallopian tube yeah. and it's going to explode in, in the mom
1: and kill everybody.
0: Yeah, and kill everybody, even the doctors in the half the wing of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but, some crazy baby. It happens. It happens. The, the big babies.
2: Of, right. That's the principle <laughs> of double effects. So an abortion can never be um, intended. So that's, that's the way uh, – like the – I'm not in an abortion never, The death of the baby can never be intended. This is the way the uh, Catholic morality uh, – basically ethics in in general work regardless of Catholic morality. So um, you can never intend to deliberately kill a, a baby in the womb, right? So that's – that is the, the – st- like
0: it's not the int- yeah the intent right. of this. and so
2: in the in the example that you gave of the of the baby in the the ectopic pregnancy in the fallopian tube it's going to kill both the baby and the mother, uh, so in the Catholic perspective, okay, what what do we have here that's ultimately going to kill it is the rupturing of the fallopian tube uh, and the internal damage that that's all going to cause, right? In order to correct that, we need to remove the fa- fallopian tube, right? The, the fallopian tube is essentially going to cause the, – the rupture of that tube is going to cause the death of the baby and the mother. Now, we obviously can foresee that the baby is going to die even though we do not intend that scenario to happen, right? Uh, but in order that both of them don't die, we can remove the the problem, the the fallopian tube, the diseased fallopian tube um, or the, the damaged fallopian tube. Uh, in order to save the mother, so that's that's called the principle of double effect, because some of our actions have more than one effect to them, and as long as the death of the of the innocent is not the intended effect, now. I mean, you can imagine double effect scenarios where you're like, "I'm definitely intending intending the evil," in which case you're culpable for that. But
0: if that, but you're not doing it because you're like, you know what? I really don't like this baby. Let's take out the right. fallopian tube. But two you can imagine
2: it. a scenario. With- and
0: that's bull. Right. It's like how they sit there and say, full- "Well, there's miscarriages too. Who are you going to punish for that?" Well, nobody wanted the miscarriage to happen. Exactly. That's bullshit. That's
1: it wasn't an intent. Right. Yeah, and so that's, no that's the, it.
0: the pro-choice thing is they sit there and say, who are you going to blame for the miscarriages? Right. Who are you going to blame for the stillbirths? Who are you going to blame for this? And if right. you that's overturn if you overturn Roe versus Wade and your wife's going to die because her fallopian tube's going to explode, well, have fun when she stays alive but goes to jail for the rest of her lives. Ha,
2: ha, ha. It's yeah. bull. That, none of that would work,
0: yeah. yeah those, those that's are like always- how I joke
2: about the damn... Fourth fourth trimester is okay to abort, right? right. That, that's that's all. And, and in in a real world scenario, those are all like obviously dumb people making dumb arguments, right? Those those aren't arguments that can be made in, in a real world scenario at all. Um, but but they they're,
1: do. They're just making that yeah. argument to stay, to to benefit them and their case.
2: Like how
0: their argument is like, oh, you you don't want any abortions, even up to incest and rape like i said before but like let's say it's okay then what is that two abortions because there's like i looked at it too and this is what i love too is because you have to have the virtue signaling of facebook and stuff and when they were talking when all this got leaked a few you know weeks ago
2: that was terrible and everybody
0: has to sit there and say well guess what when uh you know, if you think abortions are killing your kids, why don't you talk to the NRA and stuff? Okay. And here, and then of course we've had recent shootings, and it's terrible that that happens, and it's terrible that all these kids died in 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 that Texas. It's yeah. horrible. It is horrible, and I'm yeah. not gonna try to belittle that. But if you look at gun firearm caused death right. and a lot of those firearm caused deaths, you know are thing, you know especially for young people, there's a big portion of that, a large percentage is suicides in rural areas and stuff, and that's where we we have to go into the mental health issues, and we could have a whole other podcast about that. Which we should invite
2: Terry Love in. Terry Love! (laughs) Mark your bingo card
0: for Terry Love, and I don't know how many times I've hit this mic, so you probably hit...
2: If you guys didn't know, we have a bingo game. Like, there's literally a card out that you can get for Among Wolves uh, <laughs> bingo for mentions of Terry Love, of Neil hitting the microphone, <laughs> and other Among Wolves staples.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, but okay. So, back to the seriousness. <clears throat> um,. I looked up how many people die, and I use I think it was the the year twenty eighteen or seventeen or something, and they're showing about thirty thousand people have died of some kind of gun related incident. So you're looking at suicides, you're looking at the quote unquote mass shootings or whatnot. So this also includes gang violence and homicides and everything, and it's 30,000 people. Then you look at how many abortions there are, it's like 750,000. Right. So it's not even close. So if you sit there and say, why don't we just knock that down to 50,000 abortions or something, which is still more than the gun violence. But I mean, what if we only use the incest and rape? And what if we only used certain things? What if we cut it down? But it's like seven hundred fifty. Right. Now I'm also that person who's like, I know it sounds terrible, but I'm like, well, it's probably good because then we don't have overpopulation and blah 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 blah, and all
2: that. <laughs> like, it's like, half those thirty thousand people probably deserved it. So we're only talking about sixteen thousand. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> uh,
0: no, I wasn't even going to where some of those probably are because if you're talking about
2: the characters who are getting <laughs> shy what people come for they come they, they, they're like oh david's got a podcast of that the- has theology and then they come to it and then they stay for the kneel they- <laughs> <laughs> i know when you told
0: me like people were like oh you're like everybody's loving the correction free Tata episode <laughs> I know. and i was like what and you're like, oh yeah, there was a bunch of downloads recently, which I don't know, understand, but thank you for downloading yeah, our November awesome. episode. Just in the last two weeks, but I thought when you went to the, um, there was a, or, um, was it an ordination for deacons? Yeah, was it an ordination? Mm-hmm. There were two uh, uh, temporary transitional deacons in the diocese this weekend.
2: AJ and Jacob, shout out, whoop,
0: whoa, whoa, AJ, my buddy for years.
2: Oh, AJ, just to let
0: you know, I don't know if you listen to the show, but I know Mike does. My caster, shout out! Yeah, and, he does. And um, but AJ, what's funny is there's a poster of all the the uh, the seminarians. seminarians at church. And when I have to carry Henry around in the hallways because he's fidgety and can't sit down, but and he sees that picture of you, I don't know if it's because of your beard and he look cuddly, but he's always like, "Yeah, I like that guy right there." He doesn't say that in that many words because right. he doesn't talk much. But so he's always been very attracted to your picture. So there you go,
2: AJ. But. Yeah, ser- seriously, those seminarians, those, those who do listen, we are, we are praying for you for I'm pretty sure Juan Pablo's a listener and, and he, well, he's not a Whoa, he's dude. He's not a seminarian. Spoilers. Um, but, but like lots of, lots of our seminarians are listeners and shout out you guys. We are, we are praying for you and. Yeah. Um, Thank you for your for your service or your discernments, and uh, we we hope that uh, that uh, you, that God is calling you to the priesthood because we need good priests like you guys.
0: Yeah, we need a good priest. We even we even need bad priests right now. God, we're we need so any short. priests for <laughs> such so short. Sorry, to that. <laughs> we'll take terrible. You priests. You know what? Honestly, that's one thing I always love about the church is the fact that we're in such dire need for priests, but we have not been like. You know what like right now like with the school district they're like we'll take people who have degrees in uh, and in engineering <laughs> or or female studies or whatever, bull. And you take this crash course and Basket we'll make you a eating. teacher. Yeah. You know, yeah. but right now, like, you'd be thinking we would do that stuff for priests, but we, no, don't. we don't. We're like,
2: you still need to do yeah. all this rigorous stuff because we need good priests. Right. We'll even do the interviews and be like, hey, you, you're not called to this. Go No. Home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> even though we could use those guys, you no. know, but, but back to my point is I we thought- did that in the 60s and 70s. And look where it's got us. But I thought when you went to the ordination that people were coming up to you, it'd be like, correction, free time. (laughs) Like if that's our I didn't do it kind of like catchphrase. I didn't do it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And now the I didn't do it dancers.
3: Don't move, dude.
0: This is totally a gun.
3: I
2: didn't do it. The boy
3: the Honey. Joe, how could you? I uh didn't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Help!
0: Help! This is the third time that this building has burned down because someone has been smoking in bed. I didn't do it. And it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So I was like, awesome, we're so everybody loves us so much that they're coming up to you and be like, hey, remember that thing that you guys did? Nah, nobody gives a crap. They don't like us. But twenty people do. Twenty people. But (laughs) 20 people. 20 new people. 20 new people. <laughs> Correction for
2: Utah. That's, an, that's a November episode. Yeah, which is, which is why I thought it was wild. Anyway, continue I, I, about the I, abortion
0: I, thing. It's because of the Black Cauldron stuff when I talked about the re-release. That's exactly what it was. All right, so back to the abortion part. Where was I at? Um, this is why editing is hard. The One of the big fights is like, because I remember places like Mississippi, that's what started this whole thing with- right. The, the, the Supreme Court, because Mississippi wanted like a 13 week thing. Right. And that's what's holding because they're not throwing it out. So they're trying to say that 13 week thing. But the excuse, the excuse, though, one thing that they always push on the pro choice thing is you can't do a 13 week thing because people don't even know they're pregnant. People, this and this, but they need to, we need to combat the rape victims and stuff like that. And I hate to say it like this and be crass. Okay, sorry. I'm always crass. He's always crass. Yeah. But if you were raped, you know you were raped. So you know there's a possibility of a pregnancy. So there's no way how long is it that you know that you're pregnant? I know that you know you're having sex in
1: four weeks.
0: No, but even you though can, when is it that you could take a test and know that you're pregnant?
2: Uh yeah, 4 weeks is 4 weeks is pretty 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 solid because that's that's a month. But so I mean, if you know, I if you understand- missed a period, then no,
0: yeah. but I mean, even though, and- but see, that's usually the thing is, is like, Oh, I missed a cycle in th- in four you weeks. Might yeah, I might, might be. be, but if you sit there and say, I know that I had sex that was not consensual and I was raped and I know there's a possibility of, of, of pregnancy, how long is it that you're biologically allowed to test? Right. You know, cause you could get it like, cause I know that was the whole thing with the plan B pill right that was is important. that hey i had sex today i'm gonna to take this pill tomorrow and everything's good right. but if the idea is this terrible thing happened and hopefully these ladies are going to the authorities and getting kits or whatnot to find this stuff out and persecuting prosecuting not persecuting well maybe persecute too but prosecuting these people who are terrible that have done this thing and i'm not condoning rape in any way but you know that's what happened. Isn't there a way to get it tested immediately or very short time? And then, if you have to
2: abort, you abort then. You could do that within a couple of weeks. Right. It's still it's still a reduction of the numbers. I remember taking a um, a philosophy course, an ethics course in college, and I ran across, and, and I had to give a debate on um, abortion, which was super fun in college.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> everybody's on the other side. I know, but it was— Even when you went to
2: Regis, Oh, it was wild. Uh, Wait, was it college. really at Regis? It was at Regis, yeah. Oh, jeez. So it was a Catholic college and an ethics course. Not like course. Jason. It's like going and to like Colorado I remember, colleges. Well, I went to UNLV.
0: Oh, well, they're, they're pretty liberal. Uh, there Regis too. is in Colorado. <laughs> no, I was joking. Yeah, but it's a Catholic school.
2: It is a Catholic school. I'm
0: joking about this guy because, you know— Colorado,
2: but anyway, I went. I went there, and I had to give a, a, a debate on abortion, and I, I came across this argument that I thought was was great, right? Because it was it, to to your point, Neil. It was it was not a um, – I, I try to get get it from the most secular perspective as humanly possible, uh, and it, the goal of the argument was not to. Um, was not to completely outlaw or or, or completely uh, say that abortion is wrong in every scenario, but I was like, well, let's let's at least back it off, right? And so the argument that I came up with was um, that that I came across was this argument that of uh, from what what makes murder wrong, right? And is murder wrong because? Um, when a per- when a person is murdered, like the family that's left behind or is is sad. Like I mean, that's I mean that's 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 one of the big things that that's that's wrong about it. Or maybe that it brutalizes the person that's murdered, and they might do something evil, you know, or more evil after that. I mean, that's that's another reason. But the biggest reason why murder is wrong is because it it takes away a potential future, right? And so that that um, that argument can be taken to regardless of um, like, what, let's imagine an alien scenario, right? Before they're even defined as persons, you can you can say that you're if you were to murder an alien, you're taking away their per- potential future of contribution to the society, of um, dreams and aspirations and all those things. And I gave this particular argument in there, which my opponent was like, like I've, my opponent lost. <laughs> but the professor said to me, he he says. Um, what about scenarios of like um, mentally ill and those um children that'll be born that have no um no ability no quality of life and all those things? I said, you know i I am fully aware that my argument doesn't cover those scenarios, but it would reduce the number of abortions. and I'm like that that's uh, just using that particular argument in general is is a movement in in virtue. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because even like. They
0: have tests that you can take while you're pregnant.
2: Right, the to the see X chrom- the, the X chromosome or we know nothing. The, the, the genetic testing yeah, the genetic to testing see testing if your kids are going to fragile be X, downs
0: yeah. or mm-hmm. fragile X and then there's all these kids who are unfortunately getting aborted for those things,
2: right, which is also terrible.
0: But it's like yeah, they're already doing those things, but right. Let's say they were to only do rape and these poor, you know, because, like, we make a big deal because these poor Downs kids. I, I understand. But, I mean, if you're a parent of these kids, they they love their children and stuff. But, I mean, if they were just to be like, oh, well, it's going to be a hassle and we're going to have to deal with children for our whole lives and then someday children for, or, you know, there'll be 50-year-old children. You know, yeah. and I know they have a short- Isaac. 50-year-old yeah. child, yeah. Yeah, poor Isaac, you know, who's on the spectrum to an extent where he can't really, what, peep? I don't want to say, like, how do you want to say it? Like, So Isaac
2: probably, uh, right, if Isaac, for those who, who don't know, Isaac is my second child. He has autism. He's nonverbal. Um, he's he is kind of verbal, though. He's kind of verbal. He's got he, some he, words he, now. I he can kind of say things, right? Um, but he can say no to me. Yeah, no. he sure can. No! Oh, man, let me tell you, like, whenever, whenever I was leaving the house today— he threw the biggest <coughs> fit because Papa is his world, and so I was leaving today to come here, and um, I said, "Okay, Mama's gonna put you to bed." He had his blanket over his face, and he just... and, and I'm like, "Bye, bye," and he's like moving away from me, like he's so mad at me. And then, like, um, "Screw you, old man!" Yes, Why are you he was very me? much. And then he gets up. I said, "I say, kiss, kiss, Papa." He said, "No," that and was he like my
0: wife when I was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> That's because she wanted to come and smoke with us
2: and then, and then he ran away and hid under the trampoline I'm like well you little turd I'm like I'm going to be back But but it, you know that's what I'm like I don't want you to have words anymore
0: <laughs> But poor Isaac's going to have to be In right. a sense Joel's going to have to take care of him Right when exactly you're dead.
2: Right. So so, And that's what, That's like our, our whole financial plan For retirement and all that stuff Revolves around Isaac and how he's going to be Taken care of whenever we die Right and so that that's that scenario, right? And so, um, God forbid, I would never imagine aborting Isaac. That would be to me abortion is uh, obvious. Abortion is tr- intrinsically wrong in every scenario. But in in the secular world that we live in, I could understand if we moved in that direction, at least it would cut down some of the abortions, right? It's 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 if that it
0: was only somebody correct,
2: and, it, and, it was, and and it was and it was um. Pope Benedict XVI, who even had talked about this, and he he used even a more radical example than, than we're talking about here. He talked about a male prostitute. I think we talked about this on the show at one point. But he talked about a male prostitute who um, knew he had HIV, was out there having sex and all that stuff, um, and then one day decides, maybe I should wear a condom when I do this stuff. Pope Benedict said that's a movement in virtue, Right. So it's not virtue yet, but it's a movement in the right direction. Yeah. And that we can applaud. Baby steps. Baby steps.
0: Oh, baby steps. That's a wrong word.
2: <laughs> That's now the name of the episode. Ah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what what else in this? Are we still talking about? You had a point on Pelosi. What was your point on whether or not she should receive communion or? or? Well,
0: no, but my point being is the fact is she's not just fighting for the pro-choice thing to you know where it's like if she were to sit there and they fight and say, okay, you guys want like zero abortions, I
2: want ninety million.
0: Let's do thirteen weeks, or let's have this so we still have abortions but with limitations uh, I see.
2: but but that's not what she's all,
0: I don't think she is and no. I and I and I know she I know it's not what she wants but I know a lot of these people that they're sitting there saying well guess what when Roe is tur- overturned well in California we can make a rule that you can have an abortion up to 9 months right. there you go there you go and guess what San Francisco is going to be a sanctuary city for abortions. so hey, guess what? All you Utahs and Texases and Arkansas, come to San Francisco where you can have abortions till their partial birth. Who cares? Abortions for everybody. Let's go.
2: Or abortions or, or for little double. flags for <laughs> or little, little flags for some, and abortions, abortions for, for others. others. <laughs> That's a deep cut in a Simpsons episode. Don't worry, he he'll is. put the audio in. <laughs> abortions for all. <laughs> Very well. No abortions for anyone. Mm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others.
0: That's the point that bugs me about it. Is the fact that they're like, we're going to double down on this. Yeah. And not only are we going to do it, because right now, mostly nobody's getting abortions past 24 weeks. Because that's the deal. But because... Texas is going to say, you got to be heartbeat and blah, blah, blah. We're going to sit there and say, boom, we'll do it up to 40 weeks. Go for it. And that's what kills me. Right. Because she's going to push that. Right. I'm not 100% sure that's what she's going to say, but I'm
2: pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. But that's the thing that kills me, is that the a lot of the Democrats are pushing that. And here's what's funny, too, is that a lot of polls and stuff over the last, yeah, let's say, since last November, they're already predicting this giant red wave of Republicans just knocking out all the Democrats because people are tired of... of the way the country is right now. Right, the, the COVID the, stuff we were talking about, the COVID restrictions, the fact that our Southern border is pretty much empty is, is just a revolving door, not even a revolving door because that means you're going the other way. It's not, it's just an open door. I mean, even what's it called? There's, <laughs> here's a funny story. There's a, the FedEx driver is a Filipino guy and apparently his wife is in the Philippines and she's, it's, not the easiest thing getting her over to the States right now. Right. That's always hard. And I said, why don't you just fly to Mexico and, and walk on, on over? <laughs> Cause, and, and you know what? They'd be okay. And they'd probably give her a cell phone and all this other crap right now. Because it's like, if you're coming over, f- crossing the Southern border right now, it's like, hey, we'll drop you off in the city you want and give you stuff and money and even when you were talking about the covid restrictions it was like if you're flying from italy or spain or germany it's like no you can't come over here because of covid but if you're crossing the southern border we're not even gonna we're not even gonna test you go on through it doesn't matter you're positive it doesn't matter it's like it's like what because what was it the title 42 was making it the fact that it was easier to to deport people because of the fact of covid and now they're trying to strict that so then it's like now there's no reason why don't we even have border patrol of course border patrols the ones who took out the guy in texas who shut up the school it was the border patrol the people that we we're demonizing saying that they're whipping people because they have reins on their horses it's crap
1: you know I- and the thing is that even if you even let's say even if they did away with abortion completely, right? people find a way to do it
2: right that's always the argument of freedom right that's that's the argument of the the legalization
1: oh yeah
0: because i mean you got
2: those those coat hanger abortions and stuff like that
0: and you know what's funny too is even back alley abortions now would probably be more um humane or whatnot it's probably better than legal abortions in the 70s like oh yeah like medical has gotten so good now that even if you were going to do some back alley abortion now it's probably better than the legal stuff from twenty years ago, especially fifty years ago. I mean,
1: and then there's people that say they want to keep abortion legal because that's how they harvest
2: the organs and stuff like that. yeah, that, that shady stuff and, that that was that was happening before. And that uh, that's technically illegal. Uh, yeah.
3: The, 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 the stem, stem, cells, stem cells, stem cells. But
0: mm-hmm. they're but the, but the thing too is now they're getting stem cells from other places that are working out so well,
2: right? Right, and from my understanding it's been a while since I've looked into this, but I mean maybe six seven years ago um that's uh, the the only stem cells that we've actually been able to make do something were adult stem cells like the, the to be able to have any any production value and and be, I mean they're harder to get, which is why everybody's been trying to have um the um uh, aborted stem cells do the thing uh or the or even the um uh, in vitro stem cells whenever those are discarded do the thing uh, but we've sucked at, at all of that the only thing that's been working has been adult stem cells which the Catholic Church has always been go for it <laughs> because adult can consent <laughs> you
0: know Cause these, don't even they you know part of my ignorance of that but don't even they can take stem cells and stuff out of your own body yeah. to re-inject Absolutely. to your own body it's
2: just harder to get that's the problem Is is because it's hard we don't want to do it
0: Oh yeah, because that's a whole another one where we've now gotten to a point I've listened to a podcast today, with Dan Crenshaw, the congressman from Houston, the guy with the eye patch, the seal, he was talking about on the fact that we're in a life where if we have any suffering, we try yeah. to avoid it at all costs. And yep. I know we've talked about this countless times. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he's even talking about it in a secular way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, uh
2: suffering has no utilitarian value and we are a utilitarian society. <laughs> And so, therefore, we avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. There was part of me back in the day when you hear about the fetal stem cells, where I'm like, if they're already aborted, why not do something with it? It's not like they're aborting them for the stem cells because they're doing it already for their own reasons. reasons and stuff right. like
1: that. So but they, they, they keep it going, well, maybe back in the day they, they kept it going for that purpose too. Like, right. you know, they fought for keeping the abortions legal.
2: Right. And we have a, we just have a broken understanding of freedom in our, in our society. We think freedom, freedom to do anything. That's, that's our idea of, of freedom. And that's not what, what freedom ultimately means. Um, from a Catholic perspective, it's, it's not a freedom from like freedom from it's, it's a freedom for, uh, for example, like, um, uh, uh, do, do you, um, Jason? Do you play any instruments or anything like that, or do do you have, I don't? You don't. Well, I play the guitar, right? So if I handed you a guitar, are you free to play that guitar? Sure, but not as free as me, because I can make music with it, right? Oh. That's what we mean from the Catholic perspective, right? I understand the guitar, and I can take it and I can make something from it, right? I can turn it into music, right? Uh, and that's that's our understanding of freedom from from a Catholic perspective, is being able to um, create something or to be able to to use our freedom uh, in in a virtuous sense, in a in a creative sense, not in a destructive freedom from sense. You know, not from freedom from like you can't tell me what to do. That's that's the American understanding of freedom, in which which is I think underlies. Why we have all these mass shootings and why we have why abortion is a thing in the first place is because we have this understanding like you can't tell me what to do that's the whole, right
0: you can't it, tell me to get rid of my gun
2: right there's no good logical uh, defense of abortion other than we want it right and and and, and that's why
0: they, they they spin it
2: that's why it's the, always fun they
0: say it's female re- reproductive rights
2: right except for the the baby girl that's in your report. Yeah,
0: exactly, because that's the other thing, too, where it's always like, I don't need it. All women should make choices, right. all women, women, women. And I'm like, what about all the women that you abort? Because right. half of those
2: are aborted. And the problem with that argument in general is that the uterus is a unique organ. The uterus is the only organ in the woman's body that's not designed for her. She has no use for it until there's a baby in there because that organ is entirely for someone else
0: isn't that the thing with the placenta too yeah that it's just made for the it's baby. made
2: for something someone else and, and that's, that's, the, that's unique and that's why that argument always fails whenever the, somebody says that that it's my body my choice except that part it's not for you yeah but the other thing too is the In,
0: body that your body your choice doesn't affect the fact that the choice you're making hurts the other body because right. that other body even if it's a clump of cells or however you want to Talk about it because they use words to give something whatever they're trying to push. Because I've heard about the the botched abortions that don't work, and then it oh, ends yeah. up That's as no, but not not even the not even if it's something horrific, it's oh it didn't work, so we have outside the body fetuses or something
2: interesting. i never heard way that they, term.
0: They use some kind of term. To make it not a human We would usually call them babies Right But it's like Oh it's a A fetus that somehow got out (laughs) I don't remember It escaped (laughs) (laughs) Yeah it was like Oh mistaken Like abortions that didn't work So the baby is outside But we can't call it a baby Because then you will Then then you'll kill our mm -hmm. argument
2: Right exactly Yeah
0: But the fact is You could sit there Because my sister used to joke about her kids being parasites Yeah because she's, they like, she's like, oh, they're leeching off my life and blah blah blah. It's a joke, but I'm like, it is kind of like that because a parasite yep. is not your body; it's something living in you, right. sucking up your your food and blood. And, and let me tell you, and, a born and,
2: baby sucks up more than yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not even born, bringing five year old babies Five-year-old waking me up in the middle of the night suck up more. I
1: want Oreos? <laughs> yeah,
0: and poor Hector's got born babies. That are in their twenties, sucking up We his should be money. able to abort twenty year olds. <laughs> Poor Hector's guy the leeches.
1: He's like, Nico, you parasite. Sorry, Nico. Nah, he's actually doing good. So okay. That's good. Okay, well, That's good. Sorry, Gigi. No. I, I, I'm starting to leech off of him. <laughs> oh, so you're like my That's dad. That's the <laughs> way it should be. That's the way it should be.
0: Yeah, I just didn't think my dad would have done that until he was in his eighties.
2: I keep telling Joel he needs to become rich and famous <laughs> <Say> <laughs> because it, I now. plan As on wait, being Old and senile and taking advantage of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, if you sit there, even when the, even when exactly. the clump of cells or whatever that's in you, that's it has a different DNA thing. code. Right. It has a different blood type. It has all those things that make it unique. So it's not really your body, your choice. Right. Which right. is the which was my mask excuse when they're like, you need to wear your mask. Well, my body, my choice, but but this is something that can affect other people.
1: Oh, oh.
2: <laughs> I know that's what it was always funny. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was a double stan- let's use that. somewhere the else. The number standard. Yeah, I thought. Also, I was like really the people that
0: are against the water-soluble plants or whatever that they were going to do in California. Not water-soluble, whatever it is. Though now I'm thinking of lube. Water soluble. But I thought you liked that, Jay.
2: That's staying in also.
0: Oh, it it is.
2: All right. Jason likes it.
0: But those... those, um, those, I think
3: Jason's going to become a listener. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Those water plants that were supposed to take uh, uh, seawater and they'd get rid of the salt...
3: Desalination.
0: Thank you. They're supposed to do one in, in L.A. And guess what? The Coastal Commission went down, you know, voted down on it, which is great because it's not like California needs water. Oh, wait, they do. But there's one in San, San Diego that works great. But you know they're going to pull some kind of crap that's like, oh, you're going to hurt all these single cell organisms and then they're going to die and la di da Oh, okay. Then what's your view on abortion, you freaking hippie crackpots? Because those are <laughs> single cell organisms that you think don't exist.
2: So we were supposed to be talking about Nancy Pelosi <laughs> <laughs> and whether or not it is ethical or okay for a bishop to deny communion in a public setting like that. Uh, but we made some fun stuff on uh, abortion. I think we had, uh, as as you guys uh, hopefully are aware, we are completely against uh, the idea of abortion. Um, but uh, uh, let's 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 wrap this back around to p- the Pelosi thing um, about communion. For those who are actively and publicly promoting abortion, how does that how does that work? Because I don't know if you guys watched the the interview. Um, that was a video, not an article, that I also put in there of um, Pelosi on um, uh, Mornings with Joe or Morning Joe. I don't remember the MSNBC show. Morning Joe. Morning Joe. And uh, she she made her d- defensive argument there, and um, it, it has been now public knowledge that she, after that edict—I don't even know what to call the thing that that Courtney put out—went out. She did receive communion on that Sunday at a church, I think in D.C. or in San Diego or something like that.
0: What from a liberal priest? <laughs>
2: right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, anyway, what do you guys what are you guys' thoughts in in this scenario?
1: So. <sighs> If, if she would have went to confession, and this answer uh, right. question for you to answer, right? Because you're the expert on at least well, here. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? So, if she would have went to confession beforehand, let's say she did the the interview and went to confession, and then went to church and then received communion. Oh, that should be she'd be golden, because that's be fine. actually that's actually what Cordelia only said. Until says. the next thing, exactly. So right. That's what he's saying, and then she goes back out. And the next days, and the next five days, right, or six days, until she goes back again to church and receives communion again. She does another five interviews with the same topic, with right. the same answers. Right, right. That's where I'm like,
2: is this leading to an excommunication? And if so, I've, I don't know. I've never seen that in in the American sphere. And is yeah. that a good idea? And. Well, unless it's a political
1: but, thing but is she right. moving towards that virtue that you were talking about of you know well the
2: the thing is the, the idea from my understanding cordeliano's idea here is to is to remove her from communion with the church cuz he's already removed herself with her with, uh, with her actions um, in in a way to try to draw conversion cuz that's the point of withholding the eucharist right the eucharist is it's not um, like uh, McElroy puts, puts in there it's, it's the idea of weaponizing the Eucharist and saying, unless you do what I want you to do, you can't have the Eucharist. Weaponics. Weaponics. That's that's not I don't I don't think I don't think that argument holds water because the Eucharist, in and of itself represents communion with the body of Christ, right. So when we go to when we go and receive the Eucharist, we should we should be aware that we are not in the state of mortal sin at all. Like we should have no mortal sin on us at all. I remember, um, I've talked to several teenagers and, and adults even who talk about as a kid, they like, they wouldn't say the creed because they're like, Oh, you know, I don't, I I don't believe all the way. So I won't say the creed. Um, but when you, but I always ask, what about receiving communion? Oh, I do that because otherwise mom will look at me weird. Like, no, (laughs) you know, we, we, you need to normalize the idea of not receiving communion whenever whenever you are in a state of mortal sin and that's I I think that's that's ultimately a problem again it's you can't tell me what's to do um and that it's the idea that the that the Eucharist is um that I should be able to see the receive the Eucharist anytime I want right I should be able to take Jesus and, and into my into my body anytime I want whether regardless of if I'm in communion with the church, if I'm in communion with Christ or not. And Cordelia Leone's point is, no, you can't. And the deprivation of that should want you to be in back in union with that so to say, like, you are um, obstinately opposed to the church, correct this, and you can come to communion again, right? I think that's Cordelia Leone's point. Um, anyway, go, go ahead.
0: I, I don't know. Well, I know this is it's on subject but not but off subject is i've always been very much and i know this well of course it's neil being being on the edges that's why neil's libertarian yeah this is also this is also the neil on the edges of the of catholicism and the world's worst use minister but i've also been that kind of guy who's like i understand the rules and I understand what you have to be to receive communion, but I've also had that look where the feeling of, if you receive communion, that's between you and God. Right. So if you want to do it when you are in some form of sin, then it's, it's okay that you do that because that's you and God. And if that's something that's going to condemn you, like Corinthians say, hey, better watch out because you're going to... Good for you getting the Corinthians
2: reference. Ah, We used used it in talks. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: search again. (laughs) But you know, you're passing judgment on yourself or whatnot. And I know that I know that some Eastern Catholic churches and stuff have had views of like communion as more of a. I hope this is right. I was told by people, but it's like we looked at it more at. They would look at it more as like we use community as more of a thank you as more of a healing way of like this is my path towards getting better right it's the medicine i need to fight the sin right rather than we're just going to go to confession and take care of it and now i can do it even though i'm still a big sinner because i'm going to sin again you know or whatnot but it's like i use this as a way to like as my pills my allergy medicine to try to Get away from this, and like, and that was my thing too. With like people who are like, "Well, you know, I got a divorce, and I can't have communion or whatnot."
2: That's incorrect. Well,
0: sorry. (laughs) What is it that's the if you get remarried?
2: If you're married outside of the church, not even not even divorce in general or remarriage in general, (coughs) any marriage outside of the church for a baptized Catholic, you can't receive communion. If you're if you're in a marriage. That is not a marriage in the church then then you're outside of communion,
0: right, which is funny because then if you're uh but see they'll they'll get on you for that, but if you're already a
2: a massive fornicator, oh yeah, because we don't know right so
0: and and, Cause, and to, oh because this is on paper, so we know you're
2: right it's public, so. and that's that's the thing that, I think that's a good analogy though that that you make there because you already have the um those outside of regular union, um, those baptized Catholics who are in, in a marriage that's an irregular union, right? So uh, they're married to somebody outside of the church. They're not in communion with the church because they're enter- they've are they entered into a public life scenario that is, that is outside of communion with the church, which is why they cannot receive communion in the church. But to your point on the other end of the um, – the medicine aspect and, and and all that, that that's that's great because the idea here is that if if you're at liturgy, if you're at mass, and you are so moved to be like, Lord, I don't have my life right, and I want to receive you, and I want to make my life right, then then you go and you receive communion. That's that's what's called perfect contrition for for a Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. The idea here is that I've I've I Even want,
0: though they didn't go to confession,
2: right? But the the full intent here is that is that I'm going to go and I, I want you, Lord. I want you more than I want this irregular marriage, more than I want my, my ideas on abortion or whatever it happens to be. And so I'm going to go and receive you with the intent that I'm going to write my life. So it, it, it in that scenario, you should you should say to to God in prayer. Lord, I'm go- I am I want to receive you and I'm open to receiving you now. I-, I I confess all my sins to you in my heart right now. And as soon as humanly possible, I'm going to go to confession and I'm going to make this right. That's whenever you should go to communion in those scenarios because you have the intention of correcting the issue. The problem is whenever you say sin is not sin and you still want to receive communion. That's where the problem becomes.
1: I understand. Yeah. Or, are they- or they end up being – like somebody who, who who comes to Mass and and is more of a tradition for them to right. go and receive communion while they're at Mass. Right.
2: And that's that's my point, it, to to normalizing not receiving communion is that I think is an abuse of the of the sacrament. So so the church is entrusted with the sacraments. Um that our 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 job as church is to distribute. So I speak of as our because I work for the church, but, but the the church's job is to our church because I'm part of it. Yeah, I'm right. the boss, right? Okay. I know, right? It sounds terrible. Is to um, is to freely give the sacraments, but at the same time, safeguard the sacraments as Mary safeguarded the infant Jesus. Right? She had to protect him from the elements. Right? That's the church's job is to also protect Jesus present in all the sacraments uh, from abuses so that's why those who don't believe in God shouldn't receive con- uh, shouldn't receive confirmation so this this particular year we had 113 people receive co- confirmation and but how no, many didn't believe in God that's that's a great question. However, I always like there are I think 12 this year. Who didn't receive who didn't receive confirmation? Right. Really? Yes. Who? Because um, I
0: wasn't teaching. Who <laughs> either? Who
2: who either, out. who? Who, like, who, out. who either backed out last minute, or who I removed from the program, or who they removed themselves from the program? Right. Because the the idea, and I mean, Hector, you know, like every single time that I have an opportunity, especially in confirmation too. I talk about like exactly what the church believes, exactly what you're doing whenever you do this, and the fact that I will I will fight your mom for you if you say you don't believe in you don't believe in God and you don't want to receive the sacrament.
0: You know what's funny? My grandma taught confirmation with a friend of ours, Steve Hoffer. Father Steve. And her whole thing. I heard her talk to the kids and being like, "If this isn't what you want to do, you don't do it." Right. But then she looks at me and goes,
1: "Oh, it doesn't matter. You're doing it." I know. Right. Right. Well, what about like? I mean, if they don't do it now, they can change their mind later on, right? And you're know, always
0: You can always, get, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually, my whole thing. Is actually those classes are better. Yeah. Well, Everybody yeah. should get confirmed what they do as adults and take RCIA classes. Versus, <laughs> that's what I did.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. like I,
1: yeah, I teach You're, those you're better <laughs> Part of anyway I ended up doing it as an adult too. I mean, it, oh, was you it confirmed it, as an adult. Yeah, yeah he sure did. I, it wasn't so much that it was my choice when I was younger. It was just I didn't know, you know. Right. But some of these kids know because they've been through the classes, and and they're deciding not to, you know. But, but for me, it was something that, that just didn't happen because I didn't know. And, uh, you know, the, the, the tradition of, of the family bringing you in as a child into doing your first communion and, and getting you through confirmation, you know, that, that, that second part for me didn't happen for whatever reason, you know, but yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, that's the thing is, is
2: like a a lot of, and I had a conversation with them all this just this past week. Um, she wanted to catch up her kid because her kid didn't go to the freshman year, right? And I said, I don't do catch-up classes. <laughs> no, you do a whole year right right and and there's that's why we come confirm seniors there's yeah there's multiple Engineers. reasons for that like and, and i explained to her we it's like ketchup we do mustard seeds <laughs> <That's>, mustard seeds <laughs> that's great <laughs> and i i told her that we that there's multiple reasons for this partially is because i just don't have the time like people think i don't do anything in the summer but that's far from the truth. Like. From recruiting volunteers, training volunteers, running Summer Youth Group, doing Steubenville, running VBS, all these things, and and, and add registration on top of Oh, that.
0: Robert might do VBS this year.
2: Oh, he's old enough, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So that would be super fun. Oh,
0: and speaking about recruiting of our friends, Terry Love, <laughs> Kevin's like, you sure you're not going to start teaching again?
2: Oh, he should. You should.
0: Actually, and I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, John's going to go into class, so.
2: Oh, is he going to freshman? So all those all those freshman videos need to be redone so you should do some, some of them with me. But he's
0: like you should start going back to school. <laughs> Yeah. I've never felt so much pressure
2: to teach confirmation. You should do it. All right, and then um, but but all, all you know so so I don't do catch up classes right for that for for that reason pri- oh, w- one of the reasons is is I just don't have the time to physically put them in the calendar. Yeah, but you want to do it even if you no, did. I wouldn't do it even if I did because the freshman year is the earliest in our diocese that you can begin preparation. It doesn't mean that's when you're supposed to begin preparation. Now the idea is that your child should come to the sacrament in the way that we have it in this particular diocese. That your child should come to the sacrament and prepare for the sacrament to the the extent that they're ready to receive the sacrament. Which means, in in the canonical sense, is that they're open and docile to the, re- the reception of the Holy Spirit, and they want to enter into the mission field of the Church. Right, they want to be able to go out and, and evangelize and, and be unafraid of saying "Abba, Father," that I am Catholic and Jesus is Lord. Right, that's that is the canonical qualifications. Right, and so then then once they and in our diocese we we say that they have to in order to in order to show that in order to like know what they're entering into since we do it at an older older level. They need to have two consecutive years of religious education, mm. regardless of when they start. Right. right. So if they start as a freshman, then sophomore, sophomore year they'll receive it. If they start as a sophomore, then junior year they'll receive it. If they start as a junior, then senior year they'll receive it. Right?
0: Uh, yeah, I've had several j- seniors in my class. Absolutely.
2: Right? And that's what, I, that's what I explained to this mom, and she registered her kid. But, <laughs> but that's why I explained is that, that it's not about like following some ridiculous timeline. You know the sacraments, and, and that's what's broken about American sacraments in general. This is a whole nother podcast uh, that we <laughs> so have we already these,
0: come out with five podcasts. I know
2: we have this idea of like this particular timeline. When my kid is in second grade, they have to receive first communion. When my kid is a, is a sophomore in high school, they have to start preparing for confirmation. Oh, get it. They have to get confirmation right they have to get confirmation and that's what's broken uh, about it, it's a, it's a sacramental conveyor belt rather than a rather than a love for the sacraments which is I'm all for restored order so I'm like the West needs to start baptizing and and um, chrismating and giving first communion to infants when whenever they come for baptism.
0: No like, way, then that screws up our, our confirmation class. Then I'd be out of a job and I'm
2: happy to be out of a job. Because that that's that's because G V makes enough money. <laughs> <laughs> but but that that way it's it stops the church needs that money. <laughs> we we can start like educating the parents on what these actual actual sacraments are. Yeah but
0: the problem would be we do that thing and there are infants and everything's groovy and then the
2: parents are like, Well, we're done with that. Yeah. That's true. In which case, David might not have a job. Kind of that way, anyway. However, look at the Protestant Church. They ain't got no sacraments in the Evangelical Church, and a lot of these Evangelical youth groups have bomb fricking youth groups.
0: Yeah, but that's all. That's all cult a-
2: personality part of it. But yeah, and yes. that's
0: all uh,
2: uh, ice cream and and yeah, they got budgets.
0: Yeah, but it's all. I don't, I don't have
2: a budget. Yeah,
0: there's no bean <laughs> potatoes in that stuff. That's all ice cream and uh, yeah. dessert.
2: That's all cool people. And David is not cool.
0: No. I mean,
2: yes, I love working with you. Neil is cool, but he doesn't volunteer with teens anymore.
0: I will someday.
3: <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I was going to say, to your point about the conveyor belt, to bring it back to the Pelosi thing, I think that might be an aspect of this, too, that right. everything is so routine. She's mm-hmm. it's. I think it's it's even less polarized for her. I can't speak for her, of course, but if I'm looking at this from the outside looking in, and, you know, we're talking about this, thankfully, guided by your expertise and your knowledge, most people aren't approaching it that way. Most people are seeing the volatility of the arguments that are being presented both by, you know, the archbi- archbishop. Archbishop. Yeah. Ar- mm-hmm. Both by the archbishop and, and by her silence um, to respond to him. I think that's... that's the soundbite right now is he's breathing fire and saying all these things about what she's not able to do. And to your point about American culture and freedom, people are seeing that as unfair because, right. and you know, I, I can't, I wouldn't dare speak about her depth of faith or any of this anything of the sort. But if, if we are building a, a conveyor belt of sacraments, and people aren't really mindful of exactly what they mean, then it could be it could not have the meaning for her that it should. Absolutely. Or the meaning that it would have for the four of us sitting here right now, or for the Archbishop, or for any learned Catholics who regard and, and hold the Eucharist in the esteem that they should. I think that, that because of those two different ends of the spectrum, um, it's, it's hard to reconcile what his actions mean with what could possibly happen. You know, liberal priests aside, all of that argument is that's I mean, there's aspects of that. But the reality still remains that I, I agree with you, Neil, that there's an aspect of that's between her and God. Right. The commentary being this public, I think, is challenging for me Um Yes, she's a public figure, and yes, her comments were public. But I, I think that when it comes to matters of excommunication or or even following canon law, it should have been a more private thing. Right. Um, and I think that the fact of it being this public has, has actually not, it has backfired. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're even saying because the archbishop made it public.
3: Yes.
2: Right, and that's one thing that I, I that's why I don't think um, I would see our bishop um, GLT. That. Yeah, I don't. GLT. I, oh, Yo, I you I don't know see me. him talk doing something like that with Susie Lee. Which I don't think we ever talked about that. Um, that article or that that commentary that he had on on the was it the Sun? He, it was, was the, the Sun. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Las Vegas, Las Vegas sun. sun. It's or, a newspaper. Or the or doing something like that with Sisalak, particularly. But the that's oth- more that's Reno's problem. <laughs> <laughs> but the other aspect of that is. Is partially because we can assume, and we have good reason to assume, that um, our bishop and the bishop of Reno, what's the bishop of Reno's? It's
0: I don't know. You know what? Can't We've been talking it. about it for three years, I, and I still
2: I used to know his name, and I'm terrible. Give me, give me a second.
0: Oh, Jason's name yeah, yeah,
2: but but I uh, but I have good reason to assume and to believe that he's actually still in dialogue with both Susie Lee and Sisalak, right? Um, and and this is the way that Cordy Leone framed this, and it's Rudolph something, right? Or no? No, that's not Reno. Is that new? Daniel Hair, Daniel Henry Mugenborg. That's that's got to be new. When did he? What? I don't know who this guy is. It was yeah, who was it before him?
1: So so you, yeah, Calvo.
2: Calvo was the guy that I knew. I don't know who this guy is. 20, 2021 to present. So that he's oh. He's a I didn't know that they had a new bishop named up there. Wow, good good on me for following Catholic news. Whatever. Good job, David. I know. Apparently I only care about the famous bishops. Uh, <laughs> But or, or the bishops that have to do with that that are in our the uh, ones that
0: excommunicate people exactly,
2: um, but I have I have good reason to believe that dialogue is still happened between the two. The way that Archbishop Cordray and Leon framed his letter was that Susie Lee has now officially cut off dialogue; is not interested. But you no, mean no, Pelosi. Susie Lou, Pelosi? Oh, sorry, whatever. Pelosi, but
0: you couldn't say that to Susie Lee because she's under him yeah
2: <laughs> but has officially cut off um, dialogue with him, and that's what pushed his hand. And ultimately, my question is, a, what's what's his goal? was his goal was his goal really to convert um, Pelosi and ch- change her position? or was his goal to say publicly, um, abortion is wrong and you cannot be abor- you can't ha- you cannot promote abortion and still receive communion? Uh, which has been said like dozens of times, and yet people are still doing it. But maybe because Cordy Leon is who he is, like he's like I said, he's a wild man. That he's going to actually start enforcing it, and maybe his goal was like, maybe I can get other bishops to do the same thing, you know, and and I don't I don't know what the aim of this this thing was.
0: Rudolph was the guy before Rudolph Calvo, yeah, that's- or Rand- Randolph Randolph. Calvo until um, 2021 is when the new guy here, uh, Mugabur. Yeah,
2: yeah, you give that a Bishop
0: try. Daniel, who, <laughs> who what, wa- Daniel Henry. So Bishop Daniel, who was an auxiliary bishop in Seattle from 17 to 21. So all of our talks before when we were saying that GLT and Calvo and Calvo should have talked to Sizelak. Yeah. About letting more than 50 people at church.
2: That was in 2020, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, we were good. That,
0: that was our complaints then. Yeah. But now in 2021, it's the new guy. It's the new guy. Bishop Daniel. I don't know that guy. Well, uh, we should go up there and say hi.
2: We should go say hi. No, but Am- back Among to- Wolves Road Trip.
0: Among <laughs> Wolves Road Trip. <laughs> but, but but my point, too- You'll grant us an audience. When, we're talk- <laughs> when we were talking about- like. <clears throat> when I was saying this stuff about between you and God and stuff, when we were talking about like people divorced or married outside the church or whatever, I was always like, "That's between you and God." And guess what? You go to church and they don't know you. You get communion. The only problem is if
2: you're Nancy Pelosi, people know who you are. Right. And that that was that was part of Calvo's point is that she is public about her Catholicism, and she's super public, and she's super famous. Like I don't know. And she wants I, to kill babies. I know, yeah.
0: I know two Congress people of California, and there's 87 Congressmen people of California because it's done by population. It's her and Maxine Waters, and both of their districts are crap,
1: and they get worse
0: every year, and they still get elected. And I don't understand that
1: because her PR people are telling her not to talk to the Archbishop.
2: Right, she only just goes on morning with mornings with Joe. Morning Joe,
1: Screw morning, morning. Morning
3: Joe, Joe. not mornings with Joe.
1: No, you gotta watch out. Then she can get reelected next year, or yeah.
3: And I think that's an aspect of this too: is how much of this is even lip service from her just to simply get reelected. Yeah.
0: Right? Oh, that's that's the problem with most politics, anyway.
3: But I think that's the, that's the issue with this this conflict. Is that if her ultimate goal is re-election, it's hard for us to know on the outside what her truly held beliefs are. And you know, I think that the cutting off of communication with the archbishop is probably what pushed his hand. But did it need to push it publicly? Right. That's the question. And yeah, that's, maybe that's his thing. Yeah, that,
2: probably. And I know that's the thing that, he, that he's not scared of that stuff. But whether whether or not it was appropriate or Necessary. not. Necessary. Yeah,
3: exactly. That, that's another, yeah. So that's those, those are two different things. Whether right. you're scared of it or not or whether it's appropriate are very different he things. You probably didn't need to. I'm not scared of speeding. Right. But it's not appropriate. Yeah.
0: I speed. Yeah. But I don't. Rawr, running down. I don't speed around.
3: in public. Oh, I speed.
2: <laughs> I
1: took the van. I don't speed when people are around. <laughs> I took the van today.
2: Yeah, I stop at when red lights and stop signs <laughs> even when there's no cars around.
0: You know what I don't do? Red arrows. I at, put my turn signal on even arrows. when
1: cars are not around. I do, I
2: do that. I turn my blinker on when there's nobody on the highway.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: I, do, I I do, I, do. <laughs> I turn it the wrong way.
2: I turn, uh, <laughs> the Jason's, yeah, screw Jason's those a guys. rebel. I turn screw it like I'm going to make a left around. turn.
1: I'm turning left. Psych. 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 <laughs>
2: All right, I think this was an episode, guys. Uh, um, it's going to be a two-parter because man, there was a lot of good stuff in here. I don't know how you're going to split. This. I don't think I can. I, I don't <laughs> think I could split this and keep it within a reasonable reasonable amount of time. So it's going <laughs> to no, be two. But two-parter. I mean,
0: I don't know how. It's like, hey, It'll here's a fun-loving episode for 45 minutes, and then now we're going to get hard in a abortion.
2: Yeah. For... I know we we went hard into abortion for a really long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy! All right,
2: you want to take us out, Neil? Oh
0: wow. Well, Thank you for listening. Uh, Please give us some feedback because nobody's ever given us feedback, but we'd like to know know what you like and what you don't like.
1: We know you're listening.
0: Yeah. We know at least 20 people will download episodes (laughs) six months after they come out, but but thank you very much. Hit us up on the Instas and the Facebookins and DM David because he likes it when you slide in there. I do. But... Whatever, and let us know if you like it, and you know, keep keep, you know, pass this on to a friend, and let them know about this awesome podcast called Among Wolves.
2: Did you see that one comment we got on the uh, on the post that I that put out there? We I, I made a post for going out to the ordination. No, and I put it on the Facebook or the Facebook page. I put it on the Among Wolves page. And then uh, this one random guy posts, and he's like, ah, yes, the Catholic Church is far from Christ as Earth is from Orion. I'm like, what the F? I'm like, this is the one comment that we get. <laughs> Who's that, this, SOB? This, this random guy, like, he wants, he wants listened. to troll us on this first comment.
3: It was Nancy Pelosi. It does was he, does, he,
0: <laughs> does he even listen to the show? I have no idea, but it was his... Hey, this, shut up. <laughs> Oh, Ryan. All right. There could be farther stars. So <laughs> that's true. <And laughs> Orion's like. not a star; it's a constellation. I know.
2: Don't give me. <laughs> yeah, there could be farther, farther Don't DM ones. DM me. Don't yeah. a- a- at me. <laughs> Don't at me. Don't at Neil because he won't understand it. He's too old.
0: But you can a- at me. <laughs> uh, 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 <clears throat> All terrain armor yeah. transport.
2: Yeah, that was a, that was a Star Wars reference. All right, everybody. We love you. God bless. Bye bye. Hey, hey.